All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk, live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. We are live, Oilers Nation every day, a Sherwood Ford giant game day edition of the show, as always, coming to you live from the Sports Closet studio. I hate to do this. I hate that we got to get mad about this hockey team, but last night was absolutely miserable. So before we set up the game against Tampa, let's dissect whatever the hell we got against the Capitals with the lead. Did you have fun watching that game? Well, I had to, I was stuck in Calgary. My plane was delayed. I had to go to Calgary for a uh, barn burner sales meeting. and drove down with sales guy Jared and then flew back and proceeded to be get my fl- flight get delayed, 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 delayed. So missed watching the game live. So came home and crushed it. Uh, Oilers in 60. Oh, uh, the Jay Downton home edition. Just PVR'd and just PVR'd and crushed it. And um, so I didn't like normally you get the like time to like get really mad about something but it's like all of a sudden like i'm into the next play and then kind of getting upset or disappointed yeah but then also also all of a sudden seeing a lot of promise hey they i mean to be fair they almost came back but you know we really we played a team that was absolutely decimated which is very on brand for the oilers to lose and come down and play down to uh that team's level and when we play a a team that's beat up or, or not that good but 
that's just a game we should have won. And I also hammered the puck line. Me too. And that should have been a slam dunk. Yeah, that was uh, wildly disappointing. I did another Oilers Nation watch along last night for that hockey game. And How it was, was it? And it's it, like I couldn't even jump in. I was sitting on a plane for like two hours, moving, not moving. Anyways, also, venting. is there anything worse than being stuck and getting your flight delayed when you're only in Calgary? Yeah, like you could have just drove almost. Well, well the roads were bad. Jared is down yeah, there for Jared's the week, so and I'm like, okay, I'll come in and out. I thought it was genius to be home by five thirty. Yeah, and then well, I don't know about you, but I had to shovel a crap ton of snow yep. this morning. Yeah, there. Yeah, it's a. There's a lot of reasons to be miserable right now. I think is is what we're getting. We're getting at. it from all ends, you know. Um, but anyways, the stream was good. Like we had a lot of really fun and gave Jamin gave away twenty five bucks. Doctor Gonzo's back in the chat. He won it. He picked McDavid to score first. Oh, um, and he was one of the only people that did. So it was an easy dub for uh, Doctor Gonzo. Goal. What a goal! And that's why it was such a roller coaster because I was like, McDavid scores that beauty. Like they're back in it, and they just every time you'd get really pissed off. They'd bring you right back yeah. in. And then they would do six more just stupid, brain-dead things. Evander Kane, worst game of the season. Evan Bouchard, dumb penalty. Kyler Yamamoto, absolutely deserved to be benched. Warren Fogle could not get a sniff of doing anything remotely positive in that game. You could, We could list 12 things that were either dumb, like individual plays that were dumb, or players who were awful in that game. And they lost by one. I know. <laughs> That's the funny thing. Like, despite themselves, they almost won the game. Things you got to, you know, McDavid's goal is beautiful. Yeah. You got to give Zach, Zach Hyman. In a game where we're playing crappy, that guy has still brought his hard hat on his lunch pail to work, and he is getting after it. Him stripping, well, beating Ovi to that yeah. race and stripping of the puck, and then, you know, throwing it up in the air and Nuge batting it in. Like, that was, that, that alone to me is like, okay, we got this. We're back. Like, that to me was like, well, that was a quasi shorthanded goal. Yep. So I'm like, we're okay, we're back. This will wake like this is living up. Like we're just like we're we're a little brain dead right now, but it's we're coming through the fog and we're gonna just lay it to them and puck line's gonna come back and I'm gonna feel really good about myself. But it was like we just like, yeah, sure, we can get mad at Jack Campbell. You can get mad at a lot of people, but I don't know what it is. We are not the same team in front of Jack Campbell. We're not. Defensively, we are not. We hang him out to dry. And I'm not using that as a mechanism to defend Jack Campbell because could he have made an extra save? Yes. Mm -hmm. But like, it's, we just let him get shelled. And this is a team that isn't that good on paper. No. Well, you know, it was Skinner yesterday, right? Oh, shit. I knew it was. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Oh my God! We Anyways. didn't play great in front of Stu, um, but we the, didn't play great in front of Stu. Which the is... interesting thing was Skinner. I thought had a really good game, but there's only so much he can do when it's Kuznetsov wide open back door on the power play, Strom wide open in the slot on the power play, Ovechkin wide open somehow from his office on the power play, easy tap in two on one at the end. Like what can like that game was not on Stuart Skinner at all or Jack I mean, Campbell. Yeah. Well, yes, it obviously wasn't. Because I was late and watched it rush. Oh, I am yeah. sorry, and I know my credibility has been tarnished. Yes, it has. Um, we should have some sort of punishment. Alex should just, like, black you out for the next two minutes. You should have to sit in the box like the Oilers did. It's because I'm on, like, I'm, I'm triggered because Jack is getting flamed out right now. And, yeah, he is. And, and he even said, I'm playing pathetic, which is a very damning, self-deprecating thing to say, which tells me I'm a little bit concerned about how hard he's being on himself at the yeah. moment. But 
that was like that's maybe why I thought Jack Campbell was a net because we played as if Jack Campbell was a net, and even Stuart Skinner couldn't hold up to the task because they are high, high danger chances. Early in the season, when this team lost those few games in a row, what was it? Right, they lost to Calgary, then they lost to Buffalo, and they were one and two, and they lost two nothing to St. Louis. I wasn't like that irritated because those were all one goal games if you take out the empty netters and i get that last night was also a one goal game but i'm at like a certain level of irritation with this team right now just because you drop back-to-back games lose to new jersey lose to dallas those are both good teams and that's fine but if you're gonna lose to the good teams you got to make up for it and go pedal to the gd floor against the bad teams and washington playoff contender sure cannot score started Charlie lingering between the pipes, and you came out so flat but and his, so his terrible. His numbers aren't that bad, though, Charlie Lingren. Give him three goals in every game heading into this one. And they still put four past him, so, mm-hmm. like, whatever. Yeah. But just there were so many reasons why the Oilers should have blown out Washington last night. And for them to just – and it's not like Washington played that good. That was self-inflicted. And that's why yeah. I'm just really we irritated. Because I think that says something about this team. You know – we're kind of also sounding like Leafs fans where we're just saying everything's on fire. And we've okay. shown some promise this season. And we're going we're gonna to lose to the Arizonas of the world. Mm-hmm. Just like the Leafs lost to the Arizonas of the world. In fact, it was Arizona. At <laughs> they home. lost to Arizona. Uh, at home. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to be like super critical at this moment and be like the sky is falling. But like... I'm definitely disappointed. But, and the other thing too is, again, when they were losing those games in October, I was like, okay, it's early in the season. Also, you looked ahead to what they had coming up. There was a game against Chicago. You know, they were still in a homestand at that point. Now you're sitting here staring down the barrel of your most difficult three consecutive games of the season. But like, this is where like the Oilers will be like, okay, they're going to win two of three. And then we're going to be like, okay, this isn't that bad. Like, like, they still can do it. That's the thing. They got the firepower. But one thing that we're continually being exposed on this season is our defensive lapses. Yeah. And I'm now starting to see the chatter more on social media mm-hmm. saying we need to do something about our defense now. And this is something we have collectively been saying as a company yeah. since the offseason. We talk about it in our meetings. Literally, we talk about it in our meetings. <laughs> Like, because it's so easy to talk about because it is a glaring issue. It's not even a company issue for us, but it's the only issue we have in our company at the moment. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's a lie. We always have plenty. Yeah, I was gonna Everything's say. on fire at all times. <laughs> that is how we roll. Uh, but we got sidetracked. It's, well, but this is what we do. This is what we do. Yeah. We get sidetracked. But I'm just saying, like, I'm, I have to take that side because yeah. we can't, like, they're going to go and win these games and they're going to be okay. And then they're going to slump and then that, and it's because we don't like, we got to fix some of our foundation so we can stop, you know, some of these situations from happening, but also like, you're right. Like you pointed out a bunch of players, uh, forwards that really disappointed us that led to goals. Mm-hmm. There are mistakes like bonehead mistakes. That Boothard like, cross-check at the end, if you want to be a guy who's going to be on the ice late in games, yeah. one-goal games, yeah. you got to have your head screwed on straight. Yeah, but that like that isn't the one you have to hang your hat on. There was many That uh, resulted in another shorthanded goal against, and they lost by one. That was the fifth goal. 
That was, but there was like thirty seconds left. Two, two and a half. Wasn't it early? I really watched this on fast forward. I've got a different perspective of this game. Wasn't it like with like half? It was a two and a half minutes left. They were down by one. Washington scored, mm-hmm. and then Edmonton scored again. Nuge scored with a minute left. Gotcha. Yeah. Now we're all caught up. <laughs> oh, you know what happened? You fast forwarded through all that. No, because oh. once that happened, I was like, "This game's toast." You turned it's it because it's late. It's now yeah. like eleven thirty, and like yeah. eight PM is my bedtime. So I didn't even see the end. Okay. We are live. You're welcome, everyone, for this amazing insight. We are live on the Nation Network YouTube right now, and the chat is absolutely buzzing. If you're watching, I see there is just over 40 of you, and I see there are only 10 likes. Please hammer that like button for us. Uh, Rusty says, tough loss. I don't know why the PK is so bad. Right now, discipline discipline will make or break this team until the PK gets figured out. I'm glad it's back-to-back tonight. We can move on. Rusty, the eternal optimist. I love it, Rusty. You're not wrong. That's the thing. Like, we go in tonight, and then we just forget about the last five days. Yeah, because like that's a big win in Tampa. Can we do it? Absolutely. We need strong team defense, mm-hmm. more discipline. We need to be able to kill a goddamn penalty. Sorry, a GD penalty. Tell your check. And we can like we've got the firepower. It can happen. And it'll be annoying that it happened because like we just played Washington the night before. That should have been an easy one. Twisted says the team seems to have lost their confidence. We lost our ability to build momentum off of scoring goals, and our PK is going to end up at the bottom of the league at this rate. Well, it's 31st, so more or less. But we were like tops of the league last year. I so know. what's changed? Well, yeah, last year was, yeah. It's not personnel, unless you want to talk about goaltending. Well, that's interesting because Liam was looking into the numbers of the goaltending at five on five and the goaltending. Right, taking everything into account. And Liam, it's remarkable how much better the numbers look at five on five. It is crazy, to be honest. Like, you look at it here, it's on the screen now. Stuart Skinner, a 133 goals against and a 953 save percentage. And Jack Campbell's save percentage is just about 900 at five on five. And, you know, it's just, it's this team just has to be better in front of them. And it just shows how. The penalty kill has is, is been poor. There is the only person who's really missing from this penalty kill from last season is Duncan Keith. And losing one player shouldn't make that big of a difference. Just collectively, they just got to band together and just, just figure it out. And tonight, I don't know, with no practices, it might be tough, and especially going against Tampa Bay. But one way or another, this team is going to have to turn things around 5-on-5 five five because it's literally losing them games. The PK is the number one reason they lost that game last night. And again, it's frustrating because they almost overcame having like a historically bad night on the penalty kill. Um, But you brought up Duncan Keith as the only guy that's missing. And uh, I want to find who said it in the chat to give them proper credit for this one. But someone said, you know, did does this team miss Duncan Keith more? It's uh, Ski Bum 1230. We're missing Duncan Keith. He settled everything down. Now the team just keeps panicking and flails. You, I don't think they miss Duncan Keith. I think this is just exposing that they are missing a Veteran reliable defenseman. defenseman. Well, yeah, and and you can't you can't be knee jerk and panic panicky on a penalty kill. You have to be calm and poised because you need to try to. You need to try to read the play or and break it up and then do the right thing to get it away or out of the zone, away from the other team. Like, so if you're getting crazy and you're forcing things, yeah. which is I you're seeing it, like Bouchard's penalty, which I did see. Like that's like that's just him forcing like forcing something. Like he's trying to force it all of a sudden. Like dad's trying to be meaner, I'm yeah. noticing, right? And it doesn't come off as genuine, it's coming off as forced. 
So that was like his attempt to do that, and it was bonehead. Now that easily could have his stick could have been like half a foot short, lower, and then it's not you know that type of penalty. penally. Maybe it goes to over. Yeah. So like you know it's it's but like still like why are you even thinking about that elevation and also like we're trying to keep the puck in the zone. So why are you even going for for that? So like it was it was bonehead on, on a lot of yeah. levels. And but there were the plays too. Like that was bonehead play. The ones I was losing my mind about on the stream is Evander Kane kept knocking down the puck with a high stick. And he killed two substantial offensive yeah. zone runs. Like they were cycling the puck, they were looking dangerous. And Evander Kane, for some reason, high sticks two pucks and it's done. And then he turns it over right at the end, and that killed their any any hope at a final shot on net for them. But it was the whole team, so it's I like know, as yeah. if Mercury was in retrograde, and all of a sudden your electronics don't work. Like it was like the team was in some weird state of mind, and they just couldn't get it done. Obviously, Connor McDavid shows up and, and looks great. Leon even made some good two-way plays. Uh, Hyman always mm -hmm. brings his motor to work. Nuge, you... I love you, Nuge. Yeah. You just keep being Nuge. And then just everything around them just wasn't wasn't working. A lot of people blaming my ice beer from last night. So I said I wasn't going to drink last night. Then after the second period, I was like, I, I need a beer. Had yes. no beers in the fridge. Yeah. So I just poured one into a glass and threw some ice cubes in it. Is that weird? Um, Killed the flavor of the beer. It sucked. It was a terrible beer. I yeah, it's, it yeah, you're better just chuck it in the freezer for five minutes. I know, I should have, but you I was can't... streaming. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, okay, let's, uh, let's put that Washington game behind us. Let's start Actually, focusing on... Just wait. You're British. I am. You like your... Beer warm, do you not? Every now and then, I, I'm mixing a warm beer. Well, then mix in a warm beer because that's where you get the full flavor from. Like for, a Guinness. Like a Guinness. Yeah, like, no, don't drink Guinness cold. Yeah, well, <laughs> my dad would put beer in the closet, not the fridge. And just, I don't say I agree with it. Yeah. But he's like, this is how the Brits drink the beer. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe lukewarm beer is the key to a victory tonight for the Oilers. Well, ice beer did not work. Only warm no. beers tonight, everyone. Yeah. Okay, let's get into the Sherwood Ford Giant pregame edition or part of this show. Let's put that loss against Washington behind us. Uh, tonight, <laughs> oh, like you know, Oilers lineup-wise, I don't know what you can do. You, unless you're going to go 11-7. and seven. Holloway and Yamamoto benched for pretty much the entire game. Back half of the game, they didn't play. So what do you do if you if you're what do you do with the forward group tonight? We got the lines up on the screen here. This is what they started with last game. By the end, it was just a mishmash of whatever. What do you do? Get Pooley off the first line. I am so done with I thought that. he had a good game last night. He, he made he made he made a couple great plays. I do agree, but it's just him and Connor don't jive. They don't. That's the thing. So like get them off of Connor's line. They don't jive. Mm-hmm. Have them go and be a third line. It's nothing wrong being a third liner. Go and create that havoc and, and and be the playmaker that you can be. I'm not like dumping on the player. I just, you can't, some players don't have chemistry. Like David Krejci, only certain players can play with that guy because he's on another planet and does his own thing. Puliarvi is of that ilk. So like put him on a different line. Do not disrupt Connor McDavid's jam. So yesterday there were only two combinations of lines that outshot the Capitals at 5 Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it because Pugliar is going to be part of it, both of them. In a minute and seven together, Dreisaitl, McDavid, and Nuge outshot them 2-0, mm -hmm. but that was short sample size. 
McDavid, Nugent, Pugliarvi in 8.48 outshot him 5-2. to two. I, I, I don't I know. know. I know. And it's it, it drives me crazy. So everyone says, well, he makes Connor McDavid better. And I'm like, oh, man, I just... There's a few... Like, I want people to watch. There's players on the team that don't trust him enough. I know. And then we'll look off him as the... He is the number one pass option. And they will elect not to do it. And I'm not trying to dump on the player. It's just put him in the right situation. Put him in the right situation. Okay, so let's Freaky Friday style. You are inside Jay Woodcroft's mind right now. You have overtaken Jay Woodcroft. I'm thinking about my child acting career right now. What are you you doing? What are you doing with this forward group? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm taking Puliyavri off the first line. Okay, so who are you playing with McDavid? Uh, I would honestly put... Man, like, why all of a sudden do we look at this lineup and you're like, man, our bottom six is kind of a dog's breakfast, even though I love Ryan McLeod. Like, do you move Ryan McLeod up? Do you move Holloway up? Do you try to... You know, Yamo's trying to do everything he can to break his hex. He's got the new white tape job. Mm Mm-hmm. Saw that on this on my Oilers and sixty. Caught that detail. Uh, maybe you move him up. I just I don't. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. We stopped taking so yeah. many goddamn penalties because we can't kill them. We got to start drawing more penalties. I would say if if you gave me the choice of what to do tonight, I'd go McDavid on the top line. Really? With Hyman so on the right side. I'm talking. I'm. Let me finish the thought. McDavid with Hyman on the right side, I go Holloway on the left side. If you're going to play him second to -to back-to-backs, maybe he's got some juice because he only played like 80 seconds last night. Play him in the top six. Screw it. So I'd go McDavid with Holloway and Hyman. I would then go Dreisaitl with Nuge and Kane. I'd flip Kane to his off wing. My third line would be McLeod, Pugliarvi, and Fogel, I guess. And then my fourth line is Ryan Shore and Yamamoto. 
I think I, I'd give Holloway a real good look tonight and just you need something to stick. You need someone to give you energy. So I would give Holloway a, a bunch of minutes early on in this game and see if he's got some jam. Liam, what would you do? Yeah, put him with McDavid. See, like, like, they look good in there like three minutes together at the end of the Dallas There's game. so many times when Holloway's on the ice when he's doing things. I'm like, who is that? Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's Holloway. Like, if 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 you could put Josh, Josh Archibald on McDavid's wing and almost every time that happens, Archibald scores. Like, all, like uh, with a decent percentage. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd always bet the Archibald goal anytime he got the chance with McDavid, and it hit, not every time, but a high percentage. Like, yeah, I am I, totally down that. Insulate it with, I don't necessarily think you have to move Hyman up, but then you'd have to put Nugent as off wing, right? Is that why? So you yeah. Would, uh, okay, so, okay. Then I agree with the logic. So, I don't disagree with you, Tyler, but I thought it was very brave of you to put uh, McDavid as the first line center. Dr. Gonzo says he'd go back with McDavid, Nuge, and Hyman. And that's a good line, too. I'd that's consider doing line. that as well. I have a funny feeling that might be what we see. And he says he'd go back to what we saw early, which was Holloway with Dreisaitl and Yamamoto. But agreeing. No, you can't. You can only have one of the two. You can't you have can't. both up there right now. Yeah, We're, I don't we think. Gotta, we, gotta, we can't pump two players up at the same time on, on yeah. one line. Yeah, 100%. Uh, let us know in the chat what you want to see the Oilers uh, run what about with. McLeod? Like, can we, can we move McLeod up to the top six? But I think. But then, what are you doing down the middle on that? Well, then you line? move you move Holloway to the third line center and Derek Ryan to fourth or or reverse. Mm-hmm. You put Derek Ryan as center and on the third line, you bring Puliyarvi down to the third line. It didn't. Who was oh it was who was the fourth line that was was buzzing the last? It was Ryan. Fogel. It was, no, it was Ryan Shore Holloway. Ryan Shore Holloway, okay. They were making some noise. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, yeah. I don't know. It's... We'll see. No skate today, so we're not going to know until warm-ups how the Oilers are lining up. Also, 5.30 puck drop tonight. So a bit of a weird uh, start time for the Oilers. Uh, on the opposite side, the Tampa Bay Lightning, here's how they're going to line up for this evening's hockey game. Braden Point will center Nikita Kucherov and Brandon Hagel. Nikita Kucherov has 10 points in his last five games, five goals, five assists. Nick Paul on the second line with Steven Stamkos and Alex Killorn. Nick Paul, three goals in his last five games. This Lightning team is buzzing. Cole Kepke, Vlad Nemesnikov, Ross Colton is the third line. Pierre-Edouard Bellamar with our former friend Patrick Maroon. And Corey Perry is the fourth line. That is a fourth line that will be a pain that in your ass. That is a good ass. fourth line. It's a good fourth line. That's a good fourth line. The fourth line is better than their third line. <laughs> Anyways, or maybe they're just two third lines. A really good team has doesn't have a fourth line. Yeah, honestly, that's what it that's what it is for the Lightning. Uh, Headman with Chernak, Sergachev with Nicholas Perbix, who I've never heard of, said his name for literally the first time. Well, right let's now. focus on that guy. Yeah, I don't know who that guy is. Let's focus on him. Ian Cole and Cal Foot is uh, the third D pairing. I believe it's going to be Andre Vasilevsky between the pipes tonight for the Tampa Bay Lightning. He is the likely starter over on dailyfaceoff.com. Jack Campbell is the likely starter for the Edmonton Oilers in this one. Uh, if you want to know how Tampa Bay has been doing recently, 6-3-1 in their last 10 games. They're 7-4-1 on the season. Last time out, they scored five goals and beat the Buffalo Sabres. So they're playing pretty good hockey right now is my point. We were also playing pretty good hockey. I know. Things can change in a hurry. And Seven seconds. We to be can, exact. yes. And we can be, yeah, geez. Uh, I wonder what how we would have been tonight if we would have won that game. Or how we would have been on Saturday. Because Skinner done. probably would have started Saturday and then domino, domino, domino. I know. It's, it's amazing how it plays out. So we got yeah. Jackie Boy tonight. Likely. Hopefully, because we love to play down, hopefully we can play up. Like this is that this, is an Oilers thing to do. They play down, then they play up. 
it, it, exactly. So like, like I expect big things from McDavid tonight. Is yeah. he's just gonna like this is his ultimate challenge. Like this is a team that's won multiple Stanley Cups in the, over the last few years. Like this is a nice measuring stick. Like obviously we do not measure up to them at all, uh, and especially on the defensive side, but our horsepower this is this is what we use to compensate and if we can play okay in front of jack mm-hmm. and allow jack to you know a chance to to succeed but i just i'm worried he's going to get shelled i'm worried this is just going to be a high scoring game the only way that we win this is if we literally it's it's a track meet our uh, our producer alex texted me during the show and because he does toronto calgary vancouver edmonton he says and ottawa as well our new ottawa show said every show is the same theme right now. Everyone hates their team. I know, and no I don't want to try to be that. Happy. I don't hate the Oilers. I love the Oilers. I love them so much. Right now, we're just going through a bit of a funk, yep. and we're getting like the like the Maple Leafs blues, where we're just like wanting to dump on the team. But like, it's I also understand why it's so easy to do it when you see them play the Capitals like they did last night. You just want to smack your head against the wall. Let's uh, get into our bets for this evening, courtesy of our friends at Betway. I lost my shirt last night, so let's hope I, I'm not touching the Oilers. But they are plus 140 underdogs on our uh, on Betway, plus 200 to win this game in regulation. If you maybe like this thing to be high scoring, over 6.5 is paying minus 125. But Liam, what do you like? I am I'm going with that high-scoring game. I think that's the only way the Oilers win this game. The way the penalty kill is, I'm just assuming they're going to Probably concede a couple on there, and then it's going to keep Drysaddle's streak alive. Goals in four straight, so we'll just keep it going too. And I think if the Oilers want to win this game, the Stars are just going to have to show up and be big for them, like they are pretty much every night anyway. So Drysaddle goal and over six and a half. And I went two for two last night with the Darnell Nurse point and the McDavid shots. Ah, boy. How dare you win money on a, such a disappointing game? I know. Right? And it was the Nugent Hopkins goal that got me the new uh, the nurse one too, so it left me right till the end. But nice. Well, what do you I'm like tonight for you? <sighs> Can Connor stay at a goal per game? I mean, you can't like the guy is shooting, like he's shooting when you never think like from weird angles now. Like the guy is just so shot happy which yeah. i love it's pretty wild how he's averaging a goal a game and you can still get him at plus 105 to find the back of the net tonight yeah so i think this like and connor's been pretty good of it against vasileski now that's just anecdotal i'm not pulling any stats on this but i feel like he's done pretty good against vasileski oh yeah this is gonna be i think the over is a great bet um i would normally say parlay that with an oilers win uh and i still might but i might not go as heavy as i did last night on the puck line uh and yeah, Connor. Connor definitely is going to have to be a factor tonight. Same with Leon. So both of them to definitely go over one and a half points, which doesn't pay the most dearest. But no. once again, this is just this is just a, a confidence game. We're also running low and feel defeated, yeah. right? And we're going into Tampa being like, oh my God, what are we going to do? So this is just get let's get some easy wins and kind of build that betting momentum back up. Uh, for me... I'm tempted to just dabble in some shot props. Uh, earlier today on Daily Faceoff, Nikita Kucherov was one of my favorite shot props. Over three and a half. I think that's a really good bet. I also like Caulfield and Horvat tonight. Elsewhere around the NHL, I like the She's Senators. supporting the Oilers at all costs. Oh, yeah. I like the Senators and the Golden Knights to win. So if you want some of my NHL best bets, that's those are that. how you know it's bad. Yeah. Uh, for the Oilers game tonight. Diamond shot prop? Missed it yesterday. So I do like him to bounce back at plus 105. And I think I also like the Evander Kane shot prop. 
Um, he had a, just a miserable game yesterday, as I've pointed out a handful of times already. Um, and I think maybe he's the kind of guy who'll be like, yeah, okay, I got, I got to bounce back tonight. Uh, he'll start ripping the puck. Um, he had just one shot yesterday. He's missed on his shot prop and back-to-back. So I'll say Kane and Hyman are the two shot props I'm backing tonight. There you go. Uh, just won the game. You mentioned Connor McDavid. Good against the Lightning. You just said that as a hunch. But you're correct. Eight goals in eight career games for uh, McDavid I, I against the Lightning. I felt like he as well. So there you go. So let's go nine for nine. Let's go. Yeah, and uh, five of those eight goals coming at even strength as well. Uh, so let's see if the Oilers can get a little something going at five on five. Short for giant keys to the game to wrap up today's show. I will raise my hand and I will take the obvious one. Stay out of the penalty box. <laughs> Lay up. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> you know what? Then the counterpoint to that is learn to kill a penalty. Yeah. Liam, key to the uh, game? I'll stay away from the PK, and I'll just say those secondary guys got to step up and provide something to this team. That's Puyavi, Fogel, Yamamoto, whoever else. Like You can't just rely on those guys. And if you want to be the best teams, everybody has to show up. Yeah, I, I think that's bang on. You need to get some sort of depth, and your penalty kill needs to not be atrocious tonight. That is our consensus short for giant keys to the game. Uh, before we wrap up today's show, because the chat is buzzing right now, um, McKay says McDavid's last two games against Tampa, he's gotten two goals in each of those games. So maybe that's something to consider. Two plus goals, that'll pay nice. Yeah. Uh, DJ says we need a save. That is his short yeah. for giant key to the game. Michael says he would run McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nuge down the middle with four sets of wingers. Kane and Pugliarvi, Holloway and Hyman, McLeod and Yamo, Fogel and Ryan. I would do that, but I would have McLeod as a center instead of Nuge. I don't think he's a center. No, Nuge is, he's a, a winner for life now. Yeah. Um, DJ adds, we can't just keep winning high-scoring games. Yeah. No, I mean, you're right, but right now we don't have a choice because we can't defend. Yeah. How good would it feel if Jack Campbell just comes through tonight and steals one? That would make my heart feel so good. I would feel really good for Jack Campbell. Because like yeah. I said, what he said about his game was very damning. And also, like, it's concerning. We know he's hard on himself. Yeah, and for him to publicly say that, I'm hoping for Jack. I'm hoping for Jack, and I hope the Oilers are also hoping for Jack and play well in front of him. We can. I know we're not the be best defensive team, but we can clamp it down. We can. Seen it. They're gonna need to show it tonight. Oilers Lightning, five thirty Mountain Time is the start. Uh, this has been another short for giant edition of Oilers Nation every day. As always, brought to you by our friends at the Sports Closet. Sportscloset.ca is where you can find them. Uh, they got gift cards as well. That's an e. If you got a sports fan in your life, you got to shop for. Go pick up a Sports Closet gift card. There you go. Your holiday shopping's done. I was gonna say Christmas is right around the corner, man. Locally owned, so support local this holiday season. They got three locations, Kingsway Mall, St. Albert Mall, Short Park Mall as well. For Liam, Jay, our technical producer, Alex Allard. Shout out to everyone who is active in the chat. Tell a friend about a show, and we will be back tomorrow. Enjoy the game tonight, everybody. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.